You're listening to KEXP at 90.3 FM in Seattle. You can find us online around the world at kexp.org. And today we're streaming live video at kexp.org because we are so excited to have Beth Orton live in studio. Welcome. Thank you. It's been nearly a decade since, well, actually just over a decade since we've had you in studio. And you have been very busy. And I want to catch up. But can you start us off with a couple of songs? Yeah, definitely. This song is called Moon. The sun feels like on my skin I wanna know where the moon feels like within I know where the sun feels like on my skin Keeps me up all night. I see your love. 
Oh, so beautiful. Beth Orton live on KEXP. We're streaming live video at KEXP.org and the new album Kid Sticks and boy, a classic one from your past there and from our past as well. That song, just the opening strains <laughs> brings back a rush of memories for me. I imagine for you as well. Yeah, defo. You have uh, mixed and played with different sounds, folk and electronic music, for over 20 years now, and I would say very successfully. And those songs, 20 years apart in their release dates, sound so beautiful and perfect together. And it's been such a long journey for you musically and otherwise, I'm not sure, <laughs> living life. But this new album is so vivid. It's called Kid Sticks. And I understand you approached writing the songs differently on yeah. this record. Yeah, I, I didn't approach it with acoustic guitar, but rather with um, keyboard synthesizer. Um, and um, Is that the first time you had done that? Yeah, yeah, never done that before. How did that affect the songwriting process? Or Hugely, um, in all sorts of ways. I mean, it was just a time of change. I moved myself and my family to Los Angeles. Um, we just, I think by the very nature of it, I just needed to change things up. It's been a really long time that I felt I was kind of, I love my last record, Sugaring Season, and I love the record before that. And it's not kind of either or compared to what, it's just a, just just sometimes you just have to you realize that you haven't done the thing you've been meaning to do for ages like oh yeah I've been meaning to do that for ages and um, I actually met up with um, a guy called Andrew Hung and in he's in 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 a band and he was interested in working with me he's an electronic artist um, he actually placed the keyboard in front of me and I I I found that I had a I I had a, a aptitude for it or <laughs> whatever you want to call it but anyway I mean I'm not good at it but I like doing it um and and it just it just allowed a different kind of breadth I think in terms of using my voice possibly you say that it's an album that you'd been wanting to make for a really long time and I remember reading maybe over 10 years ago that you had said you felt like one of your records maybe two or three ago you were making to make someone else happy and you've been moving into making records to make yourself happy. I know your last one was sort of an homage to your family. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I say random things at random times. <laughs> Fair but, enough. And I can't always stand by them because I feel like I've, I've always been very much making music for myself. I think the third record, maybe I was like trying to... You know, at a certain point, you get a certain success and you try and people are like, come on, you got to do that again. And you get in a tizzy about it, maybe. But even then, it was still like the, the band I wanted to work with. And it was like, you know, I've been incredibly lucky. I've met some brilliant people. I've collaborated with amazing people. And you really have. Mm. It's been incredible. And I'm sure that their influences have worked their way of course. into your music. I, yeah, it cuts all ways, definitely. Um, you mentioned Andrew Hung. He's in a band, we can't say his name on the air, but F Buttons is such an incredible dynamic band, one of the best live shows I've ever seen. And I read somewhere, although you did just admit you say things randomly, but that if Andrew had had his way, you would have made an all-electronic record. Pretty much, yeah, I think so. Just like we would have just, that's, I think, yeah. And I, I chose to bring live instrumentation into it as well, which for me was incredibly satisfying to do to try and just find that balance as well, yeah. Did you work for a long time on sort of the keyboards and the looping sounds? And then at what point did you want to bring in live musicians? We worked for 10 days. Oh, okay. On just like 
playing around and making these loops. And then I wrote to them for about uh, eight or nine months. And I would send stuff back to Andy. He was in London and I was in L.A. And and he'd add bits and pieces and it would... And, and then an arrangement kind of came together. But f I think... At some point, I was like, "This, I just got to hear. I, I want to hear certain things, and I, and that's when I brought in different people to to work with it from from LA mainly." Um, I know one person you worked with was Chris Taylor, who's actually a Seattleite. Um, he was right. born here and lived in New York for a while, and spending yeah. some time in LA. And you worked with him a bit. Yes, I did. He was incredible, and he um, was, I think, part of what really helped glue the kind of sense of this being a song record based record as as much as an electronic record as much as a, you know he brought the the kind of the the live the loop and the voice kind of he helped bring that together he also did the bassline on the track snow which blows my mind but yeah that is beautiful i know he's produced his own band grizzly bears and cant's records for many yeah. years now but i understand that you worked in uh, not in a studio when you were working with him well Basically, the, there was only four days that were spent in a studio, and that was when um, recorded the drums and the bass. But other than that, it was in people's gardens. And and for example, Chris, I mean, they're they're fancy. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> they're fancy garages. So he has a garage in the end of his garden, and that's where we worked. And then I like when I worked with Andy, it was in my friend's garage at the end of his garden, and. A lot of well, all the writing of the songs, the 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 you know what I call the songs is the lyrics, the melodies, the so on and so forth was in my front room. I mean, everything was home. It was very homespun record. I love the thought of that. Kid sticks was made in fancy gardens. Yeah. <laughs> Can we meet the musicians that are making this beautiful sound with you today? Yeah, we have uh, Gray McMurray on bass and keys and guitar, electrics, and we have um, Christopher. Botolaro on programming and um, drums and bass. Sounding beautiful. And again, the new album, Kid Sticks, is just wonderful. And it's just such a delight to hear you playing these older songs. Obviously, your fans love them and want to hear them. And you still enjoy playing them, it sounds like. I do. And I really, what I love as well, it's what has come to light with making this record is how it reflects on the old songs. Like it, it reframes the old work and for me that is incredibly interesting like oh wow you know and and so now it's like oh okay I, I think like there's a there's a there's a something in that obviously I mean it's not rocket science again but it's just when you do something new and it and it reflects back on that on the past and you're like in a new light and that that's that's a wonderful thing and I I didn't know that that would be part of this process as well. So that also is, for me, a very interesting part. And also obviously playing with these guys and their interpretation of, of the old material. Well, after so many years, if you can latch on to something that keeps it new and interesting, that's sort of the key to continuing and enjoying yeah. what you do. I think with all art, it's just like constantly reframing, reframing and, and reworking and, and, and rehanging, you know, uh, how, how, how it sits and... And for me, that's definitely an interesting part of it. And putting songs in different contexts and 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 re just, you know, that's what keeps it alive for me, definitely. Mentioning making this album sort of in front rooms and gardens and garages makes me think of you have having two young children at home. Were they running around during the making of all this? Yeah, yeah, I have two kids. And I feel like, yeah, they were tiny when I started. Well, Arthur, my son, was particularly tiny. But then when I made my record, Sugar Season, he was four months old. So I've 
so I've managed to do that cons consecutively, consecutively, like running alongside each other. But you know, it, it, it's it's something. I to imagine. Try and make that work. It's such a playful name. Is that in reference to your children, Kid Sticks? It's not really. It's more in reference to Andy and I and the kind of nucleus or sort of the kind of kernel of this record and just the spirit that it started in was he and I just having so much fun and feeling so freed by this, you know, me on the keys and him changing the sounds. And we just were laughing a lot of the time. We just thought it was hilarious. And we didn't really, like, have some grand plan at that point. Um, and so I just called the songs random titles. We, you know, just like this was this one sounded like kids playing with sticks. So I called that one kids sticks, blah, 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 blah. And then once the record was done, um, and I'm really bad with names. I hate titling songs. I find it, I'm just like, oh. anyway, once it was done, kids sticks sounded like, I was like, oh, that's, that's the name of the record. That's what this is. It's like kids just playing and, and making stuff up as they go along, you know. Beth Orton is live in the KEXP studios with us. We're streaming live video at kexp.org. And tonight you're playing at the Triple Door yes. in Seattle. Mm -hmm. What have you got next for us? Oh, um, a song called Wave. This is also from the new album, Kid Sticks. Coffee. If it were my life, I would fade If I want to see you not turn your back on me I'd shake your fury right out of me I was crying after you before I ever knew Crying out to you, breathe me in I was crying out for you before I ever knew Calling out to you, breathe me in If I ever win, come and catch me if I ever wrong, make me right When I was a sound, I was twisting out love I shook the fear I had offered me I was crying out for you before I ever knew Crying out to you, breathe me in I was crying out for you before I ever knew Crying out to you, breathe me in
Live on KEXP, streaming live video at kexp.org. Tonight she plays at the Triple Door.
Ah, that was magnificent. Beth Orton live on KEXP, playing tonight at the Triple Door here in Seattle, and Kid Sticks, the new album. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was wonderful. I want to thank Kevin Suggs, our engineer. You've got it tuned to KEXP Seattle.